MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. The Fred Show is on. Everybody, let's go! Man, they are slick with these. Uh, we've been talking about email unsubscribe a lot on the mm-hmm. show. Kaylin's on a mission. Mm. I'm on a mission. <laughs> but they get slick. Like this one company right now. I just bought something from them like yesterday, and then automatically, I guess, I missed the part where I wasn't supposed to, you know, like when you buy something and there's a little box check somewhere that says, yes, of course, update me on all your BS yes. that I forgot to uncheck. And so I went in there right now to unsubscribe, and there's like, they trick you. There's like three layers of things that you have to click on to actually unsubscribe. Like you click unsubscribe in, in the email, in the ad, and then it's like... Update your preferences, and then it's like, are you sure you want to unsubscribe right. to? You know, it's like, so you have to actually do like two or three different steps, right? And I guess they're hoping people either think they unsubscribe or that they give up because they like don't want to have to search through it. It's annoying. The nice feature on the iPhone is like when it says it's a on the top when you open the email it says hit you could unsubscribe just click a button and then unsubscribes unsubscribes for you. Are you guys really? getting those scam texts that are like um, apartment showings or listings? No, no, I get Amazon. Yeah, I've got one of those the apartment showings. There, yes. I get like ten a day now, and I block them all, and they keep trying to show me condos to buy. <laughs> I can't afford that. I didn't sign up for that. The other one I get all the time is like either a random "Hey, how are you?" or or one that's like clearly intended for someone else. It'll be like, "Hey, James, yes. did you ever, you know, <laughs> were you able to complete the project or whatever?" And I'm like, well, I, I don't, I don't get, I don't get what the scam is. Are they just trying to get you to write back and go, "It's not me," and then somehow they can get in there or something? I don't know. Like what? I, I never respond to any of them, but I don't know what the. 
the scam is, you know? Have you seen the one? It was like trending on TikTok last week. This is your TikTok up TikTok update, Fred, from me. Uh, Thank you. There's a scam <laughs> Not where, on the sheet. where um, like someone, the scammer calls you, but it's like your family member's number. Like it's linked to your oh, family. What? It comes up and then they're like, hey, we have kidnapped so-and-so. I oh, need, my God. I want X amount of dollars yeah. right now. And then and then people are like, they're they're leading them on because some people think it's real. What? This lady said she sent the, the money like through yeah. Cash App or whatever. And then she hung up and then had to call her sister. Says like, no, I'm fine. Like, I'm right down the street, whatever. So yeah. it's crazy how, like, they have your relative's phone number and it comes up. That they're calling you. And, right, exactly. And some people have said that they've heard, like, their siblings yes, quotes hear, in like, the background. Someone yelling in the background, like, they'll be like, let me talk to so-and-so. And they'll be like, ah! There'll be like a woman crying in the background or something. What movie was this? I'm telling you. It was, <laughs> I saw that. It was trending on TikTok. What That's did the woman sound like? <laughs> Ah, yes. That's how we sound. I'm so scared right now. (laughs) Our boy in these conspiracy theories. (laughs) I think Rufio's the one doing it. I think he's the one perpetrating this. So if if you hear someone in the background go, I'm so scared, or something like that, then you know it's Rufio. I'm also paying $5,000 for the first 10 people that go. (laughs) I'm definitely paying. Oh, God. It grinds my gears. It's the Fred Show. This is what's trending. Um, okay, for the singles in the room, so I guess that's uh, maybe Kiki. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. Kaylin, me, <laughs> occasionally Jason, depends on the day. Right, um, right. So someone sent me this last night. Um, 76% of people, from according to Vogue magazine, are open to being chatted up in real life. So that's a new thing now. Uh, people, I guess, are, are now... This brand new technology is your mouth to speak to other people in person, which right. is wild. Uh, that being said, there's a, um, a social experiment going around where they're trying to make it a thing to have a single ring. And in this case, it's on the right hand. It's on the pointer finger, it looks like, or the middle <laughs> finger. I'm trying. It's on the middle finger, it looks like. Uh, it's a blue ring. Is it blue? Yeah, it's like a rubber. And you would wear this on your finger, and that would indicate to everybody universally that you are single and want to be approached. And I guess they're trying to make this like the standard. So that everybody would do this. So it's not like who's the weirdo with the you know the blue rubber ring on. Like you would know, the whole world would know what this means. <laughs> what? And yeah, I mean, would you wear a "I'm single, come hither" ring? Yes. No. <laughs> who's buying? You gotta okay. buy the ring yes. yourself. Well, I mean, it's rubber, so I don't think it's you know very expensive. But I guess yeah, I guess you buy the ring, you wear it, and then everybody knows that you would like to be approached because. I think one, you know, truthfully, if, as a single guy, uh, there are people, I would say more people than not, um, who will tell you they don't really want to be approached by a stranger in a bar. The second thing is you never really know if um, if I am approaching somebody, if they're not wearing a wedding ring, that doesn't mean they're not taken. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, this would enunciate to people, hey, I'm, I'm here for this. So, Kiki, you 
are not single, but you are single and you would wear this, would you wear it because you really want to be approached or because you just want Big Tim to get pissed and buy you another ring? Well, it would, so me right now would obviously be option number two. But if I was truly on the market, like in the dating pool, I would absolutely wear this because I feel I just had this argument over the weekend with a friend. People are so uncomfortable approaching other people in public. Like he told me that was weirdo vibes. Like he was like, absolutely not. But I'll talk to any girl on the app. I'm like, what? Oh, no. So I just feel like if we all had rings, then you would feel a lot more comfortable approaching me because I'm literally saying like I want to be approached. And it's not so scary for people now who don't want to have any human contact. Kaylin, would you, as the other single person in the room, <laughs> maybe, the, <laughs> and usually that would be you and me, but I guess we're counting Kiki and, you know, depends on the day. Oh, I thought um, you were about to announce like a hard launch relationship. <laughs> no. Huh? no, I'm wearing a silicone uh, blue ring right now. Everybody check it out. It's all, you know, let's go. Uh, would you, would you want to sort of do something that was the universal sign of, yeah, I'm single. I want you to talk to me. No, uh, no, I don't think so, honestly. I think if you want to talk to me, you think I'm hot and you're wondering or worried about me having someone, shoot your shot and I'll tell you I have someone, honestly. I think that's so sexy to me to be hit on in real life. I I just think it's, I don't know. I I don't need to like tell you to come over with my ring. Like, just come over if you think I'm hot and let's see how it goes. It's weird, though. Like, it's weird as a guy approaching women that... Uh, it, it, you're right. I mean, and maybe to to uh, all of our detriment, like people will say anything on the apps because they don't have to look you face to face and say it. But uh, it's kind of tough to know the right time to walk up to a stranger these days and and speak to them. You know, that used to be the only method. You wanted to ask somebody out, you had to walk up to them, ask them for their phone number. Now you don't necessarily have to. People are more inclined to get on the, the hinge and then to try and to zoom in on the range and try and find you on there or whatever. You know what I mean? As opposed to They'll go to great efforts to find you on Instagram as opposed to actually walking up to you. And I kind of wonder, like, is it because a lot of people are, is it because we've become more antisocial? Is it because, yeah. you know, for uh. there was a time where, where, where guys were being scrutinized for, I, I don't know, why did, where, how, how have we gotten here? Like, to where are you, are you more afraid of the rejection part? Is I, that, yeah. that's what it is, Fred? Like, I mean, cause I had, we all, we all had to do it. Like, mm-hmm. that's all, yeah, but like, yeah. Jess and I met, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, the you old fashioned shot, right. Yeah. I can get rejected any, you know, uh, trust me, I, I get rejected on many platforms, Instagram, uh, <laughs> you know, Hinge, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter, but, um, I don't know if it's that so much as I think there was a time where people were kind of icked out by strangers talking to them. I think there's a generation of people that think that it's kind of weird. And mm-hmm. I I think that's kind of weird. Don't <laughs> you don't think it's that, like yeah. it's easier to get rejected though online than it would be in person? Like I think I don't I'm not saying it's for you, but I think a lot of guys are really freaking scared of getting rejected in person and I feel for you guys. It's scary mm-hmm. to walk up to somebody and, you know, risk them being like, "Ew," you know, but mm-hmm. shoot or shoot and sometimes you miss, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but you hear from women all the time. Like you hear from good-looking women all the time that will say, "Guys don't they don't approach me," like they're intimidated or something. And I I don't know if it's so much because you're good-looking, maybe. I don't know if it's more maybe because guys assume that if you're and I'm just speaking from the male perspective that guys assume that because you're good-looking you must be spoken for. I don't know if it's because we're not used to speaking to others. I don't I don't really know what it is, but I don't know that I would necessarily wear a ring. That says, 
yeah, hey, like, come here. I'm single. <laughs> on you your middle finger? Right. right. Yeah, I, yes. don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't really know. Kiki, yeah. why you got a ring on right now? I've, I've just ordered mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why is there a pineapple on it? What is oh, that? no. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> she's single and she's mingling. Uh, a couple of texts. My mom explained to me women are attracted to men that are married because they know that they're willing to commit contradictory to hitting on them at least that's the explanation uh, another text says that men constantly confuse friendliness with flirting all those married men that think women are flirting with them we are not you are approachable because you are taken we feel safe because we don't feel like you're going to hit on us we just want a nice conversation with no innuendo mm. See, this is why I'll be honest with you. And this is like not the plight of the man. No one feel bad for the man. That's not what I'm saying. But as a single guy, it can be difficult, as we were talking about before, to gauge. Do you want me to flirt with you? Do you not? Do you want, you know, should I ask you out? Should I not? And, you know, people will say, well, you'll know. But it's not that simple. Like, we're not mind readers. And I will say that, like, if you're a well-intentioned, not creepy guy, it can be difficult to discern. Like, are you, are, are we... Which path are we taking here? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it can be. Now, you know, I think sometimes it can be really obvious and guys are just dumbasses. But um, I think, you know, Rufio, do you remember in your single days? Like, do you remember being like, I, I know it was like eons ago. But do you remember sort of like uh, the, the tap dance where you're like, is she into me? Is she not into me? Are we flirting? Are we not flirting? Nah, what, you know, should I ask her out? I had pretty good confidence back in the day you know because i could dance you know that helped out a lot <laughs> oh and you know like a girl sees you dance on the dance floor they're they yeah. they come up to you want to dance and <laughs> oh, it yeah. just goes from there you know you're a ladies man <laughs> that is true when i girls. first met you you were on the dance floor yeah. at a christmas party mm-hmm. and i was like look at that guy get me out there i'm gonna be sore for like <laughs> a month <laughs> <laughs> I do always envy guys like you that that can dance, like really can dance, because I mean, you know, weddings or other parties. Like I have zero rhythm, and and it is a good place to meet, like sort of I don't know, get get a vibe, because yeah, all the girls go out and dance, and I'm like eight feet tall, look like a robot or something, I look like an idiot dancing, and I realize it's all it's all in your mind, but I just can't get out of my mind the fact that I look like a robot idiot. So um, I always admire the dudes that can go out there and just like dance with anybody, and they look good doing. Because I think you're probably right. Like that dancing can be very flirtatious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'll never know. So. Kalen's <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. entertainment report is on the Fred Show. Pete Davidson and John Mulaney are pushing back the dates for their upcoming shows in Maine as residents deal with the fallout from that horrendous mass shooting. The comedians announced that they are postpone, postponing excuse me, their scheduled weekend shows in Bangor and Portland. That's roughly 30 miles from where last Wednesday's deadly shooting took place. In a statement on social media, John and Pete said, the, said that they are devastated by the incident and thinking of everyone affected, as are we. I I mean, it's just, I can't believe it happened again. Sam Asghari continues to show support for ex-wife Britney Spears, saying her words about him in her new book put a big smile on his face. And you could see why. As you may have heard, she left him with glowing reviews, despite having the ability to change her opinion about him in the book after they broke things off. Now, she may have just not wanted to write more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she already finished it. She's like, whatever. But she did call him a gift from God.
God, amongst other huge compliments. He said that he's freaking proud of Britney for putting herself out there, adding, I hope she takes over the world. He said he did read the book and he loved it. So I think he is the only ex that got a good review from Miss Britney. But hey, don't mistreat our girl. And lastly, the numbers don't lie. Men want their freaking skims. And it was proven on launch day, raking in millions of dollars per minute for Kim Kardashian's latest venture. The skims men's line featured underwear and basics. And it dropped last week with lots of support. In fact, I'm hearing that it was the biggest day of sales for skims since the day that the brand launched. Um, The men even broke skims website traffic records, translating to millions of dollars in sales in minutes. Like I said, in the launch numbers are insane but remember the campaign to announce the line also got a ton of attention thanks to steamy and shirtless photos from fine-ass Nick Bosa Neymar and Shy. Nick Bosa even started to trend on Twitter immediately after the photos dropped he was 16 overall or on X I guess I should say Uh, and then skims also began to trend at the number nine spot so you know Kim is just becoming richer and I know our boy Jason Brown uh, bought the (laughs) pack of three and I have to say her pricing is good too and I do own some women's skim stuff and her fabric is awesome you know sometimes with these celebrity lines they are not impressive but skims is one worth um, buying I would say it has my endorsement but the sizing can be funky I told you guys about the the small panties I got um, (laughs) that were the size of a tortilla chip Uh, more to check out online today a TikToker arrested for smuggling cocaine oopsie that's on fredshowradio.com MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season and guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale, extend your spine, remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024. 
And we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, 855-591-1035, before all the teachers get to school this morning, here's my question. Is it true, this is from a uh, TikTok video, is it true that teachers have code words that you use when you email parents and when you communicate with parents as a way of, like, I don't know, masking what you're really trying to say. For example, uh, when we use, this is, this is from the TikTok video, a teacher saying, when we use phrases like, your child's very social, that means they won't shut the hell up. That was me. <laughs> Same. On all of my report cards. Report cards uh-huh. were lit. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, but if I saw social on my kid's report card, I might love, oh, good, the kid's well adjusted. This is fantastic. Like, if my kid's talking too much, tell me the kid won't shut up. <laughs> well, they and would then, say, you know, she gets all the other students off track, is what. That's, that's <laughs> how I feel like Ashlyn's, uh, oh, yeah. Card's gonna be. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be wild. Um, it says if you if you were to say your child's excitement is contagious, that means sometimes they won't calm down. Actually, oh, maybe that one. Which too. again, <laughs> like, that sounds like a compliment. Like if I, oh my gosh, your your child's so so little Fred is so social and his his excitement is contagious. Right. I would be like, oh my god, that's wonderful. He talks to everybody, unlike his dad, and um, <laughs> and everyone loves him, and and this is amazing. Um, if, if if you were to say, according to this teacher, that the kid is a natural born leader. It could also mean your kid is super bossy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like that one. I don't like that one. No, because the leader would, would, again. That would Paulina. That would indicate. A, I would take that as a compliment of my parenting. Yes, for sure. For sure. And plus, don't call my little kid bossy. That's good. Set boundaries, young man, young lady, at well, a young age. There's a difference between those two things. But yeah, <laughs> your child is a bully. Right. Right. Oh no, no, no. Now that gets an ass whooping <laughs> from mama. But like, okay, if you wrote, for example, this is another one from the TikTok video. Your son's going to make a great lawyer. Well, that's code for your kid won't stop arguing with me. Again, like, if we had a real problem in the classroom and and my child is not doing a good job and is arguing with you and is disruptive, don't write to me and don't write me some code word. Like, I got to know. My kid, your kid argues with me about everything. I would be like, okay, well, that's not good. I got to fix that. I wonder if, like, some sensitive parent complained or something and this is why they're doing that. Because you're right. Just just be direct. Just say it. Like, okay, my kid's being disruptive or whatever. I'd rather know that. Because, yeah, if you're telling me my kid's a... A star and a lawyer and yeah. whatever he's this and that. It's like I'm thinking this is good. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, a bunch of people are texting. Coming from a retired teacher of 35 years, trust me, the parents know exactly what you're saying. Okay, all right. So you don't really have to mince words. 100% accurate on the teacher code words. I, can, I can't tell you how many times I wish I could say your kid can't shut the F up. <laughs> so instead you say sometimes they're a little social. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are saying this is true. Mm, um, yeah. Working on respecting their peers' personal space equals can't keep their damn hands to themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a thousand percent accurate, someone texted. We're required to put a positive spin on any criticism by our administration. Uh, another text. Teachers are no longer allowed to place any negative wording on report cards and emails. It has to be positive. Come on, you guys. We can't put anything. Uh, I assume negative also would it falls in the constructive you know constructive falls in the negative category so we can't so we got to say if the kid is bossy the teacher has to say a natural born leader that says two different things to me right yep. That's this is two with the world. completely mm-hmm. different things to me. Now we can't even write something. I mean, because, again, I don't know. Whether, you, I, I'm sure it wouldn't be helpful to write on the kid's report card like your kid's a, a dummy. Like, that's not nice. But, no. I mean, you know, your kid is not achieving at, you know, whatever, at, at, at an adequate level or at the standard of whatever. I mean, this is the kind of stuff I would think parents would want to know, honestly, and not have to and not have to dissect it because you're not allowed to be constructed. Oh, my goodness. Uh, hey, Kate. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Hi. Kate, what is this about? Why can't we. You're a teacher. Yes. Why can't we write the um, truth on people? I mean, I'm not saying you, you should be mean, but why can't we write, you know, what, what's really going on on the report cards? Yeah, so I'm a second grade teacher, and I actually, all of the parent interactions I've had, I am very. Like, I'm honest with them. Like, obviously, I'm not going to, like, curse their child you know but mm-hmm. i'm gonna say like your child is struggling in this area um and i i mean like there's a political way or like a gentle way to be about it but i do not use co-words because like you're saying like how are they gonna fix the problem if they don't know it's a problem yeah because some of this stuff sounds good to me you know i'll be like oh my god i am yeah, a super exactly. parent this isn't a natural born leader that everyone likes this is amazing yeah i am uh, i should be like that lady in the videos what's her name miss uh rachel, miss rachel. i should i should be doing <laughs> miss rachel videos look at this my kid is perfect um all right thank you kate have a great day thanks for listening thanks. love you guys thank you yeah love you too yeah that's what a lot of people are saying uh is that as teachers we have to start with those phrases and then get into the actual behaviors it takes the sting away sometimes mm-hmm. um lol you triggered all the teachers this morning yeah i mean i just who are we helping with that by we can't even tell the truth now in report cards mm-hmm. like i mean if teachers turn report cards into like deaf comedy jam well then we i mean that's a problem like if if it's become like the roast of your kid in report cards right. well then that's not good but if it's if you're being honest and constructive in the comments then i guess uh, that would be most helpful to me as a parent especially if you expect me to fix it you know um, and the other thing is, uh, half these people aren't going to fix it anyway. So I, I, I don't know why. Uh, it's a disservice. I'm, I'm, I'm triggered. I'm triggered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even a teacher or have a child. Hey, Nathan. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Hey, Nathan, good morning. You're a teacher as well, and, and this resonates with you. I, I guess we uh, teachers have to use code words now when it comes to talking about their students. Yeah, but I honestly feel it comes down to the relationships before the code words. 
you, you like sometimes you have to be like not just a teacher, but like sometimes a father figure, a mother figure for the kids. And if you get those personal relationships first, it doesn't get to the code words. Yeah, hmm. that makes no. It, like, it does. It does. I, I, you you know. build that rapport with kids, and it's a different figure. I think that's just me. Yeah, well, because one person. What do you teach, by the way, uh, Nathan? High school, um, like computer stuff. Okay, all right. Because one teacher, the comments said, "I don't use those codes. It's not helpful to anyone to sugarcoat an issue. I stick with facts and observations. I've never had a problem with a parent relationship if I am direct, but in a respectful and collaborative way." Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Facts. Right. I mean, I, agree. Yeah, I, I guess Nathan, you're, you're you going know, the extra working. mile, right? Like you're trying to get to know these students and their parents, and so that the comments come from a you know that everyone there's trust in a relationship. I guess you know. If you're not doing that and you're saying mean things, that's probably not helpful. Correct. It's a lose-lose then. But, like, yeah. if you're teaching, you're not in it. you got to be in it for the right things at this point. with Because we don't make any money, and we're there eight, nine hours a day for mm. teaching your kids. So I'm going to do what I can to help benefit your child. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Thank you, Nathan. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Yeah. I don't know. Because sometimes I think there are probably parents out there that don't, they're not, they don't read between the lines. They all they hear is great leader. Cool. All right. No, your kid's a jackass is what we're saying. But uh, hey, Jackie. Yes. Hi. Hi, Jackie. So you're a mom. How old are your kids? My kid is eleven. Okay. And, and what do they say about your kid? Natural born leader. Yeah, they say everything nice. I'm always here thinking, oh, my kid's doing great. I have nothing to worry about. And all this time, I've been taking it the wrong way. <laughs> and now your kid's in jail. And what happened? Right. You know, know what, what happened? You got to go visit every Tuesday. <laughs> no, no. So so what are you saying? Like that you, you, you thought your kid was one way and at school and you're learning that it's not as good as you thought? Well, yeah, I'm not reading in between the lines. I'm taking it how it is. I'm like, oh, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> right. Well, but but what? What's where's the butt here? But then your kid comes home and is is like mean and stuff, and so you're like, well, maybe it's not the same as they say. <laughs> no, he is a good kid, but that's why I'm just like, you guys, you can't say he's being a good kid and then trying to tell me another thing. Like, be honest, be straightforward, and help a parent out. <laughs> Yeah, you want the truth. And, and a bunch of teachers are texting this morning saying, well, we're not allowed to say, uh, we're not allowed to tell the truth, which I don't know. Thank you, Jackie. Have a good day. They're just one more thing. Teachers have a hard job. That's a super hard, thankless job. Yeah. You gotta, in, in a lot of cases, you're raising these kids. But you, I guess we're not allowed to tell the truth anymore because that might hurt somebody's feelings. Well, what's worse, you know, temporarily hurting someone's feelings with a constructive, caring observation or juvenile hall? Maybe it doesn't have to go. Straight to juvie. I know. Right. That, life, come at, life comes at you fast. Very. I don't know. Ruby, how old were you when you were at uh, 24th in Cali? How old were you? 26th in Cali? I was, oh, that's I what I meant. I, I I go to 24th. It's the VIP yeah. one. It's a that's little nicer. Uh, Popeye's Yeah, I used to live right there. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I'm um, hungry. I don't know. Like, uh, that was in my 20s already, so. Oh, okay. Well, if your teachers had been honest with your parents, this never would have happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And straight, straight to juvenile hall. Do not pass go. Yeah, they talk about it. Yeah, they talk better than they type. They talk about it. Talk about it. These are the radio blogs on the Fred Show. Ooh.
Kiki. I just want to shout out all of the parents of toddlers right now, okay? Hi. Yes, Rufio, you too. <laughs> um, so yesterday, we went out to celebrate my nephew, Kason's second birthday. And so shout out to him. He just turned two. Um, and also, I have to say shout out to my, my brother. Um, today's his birthday as well. So shout out to Markiel, my angel. But... Um, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you just witnessed something with a toddler and it is immediately like the birth control you needed. Okay. So Kason, you know, he's the second child for my, my brother Cam and his wife Quila. Kason? Kason is his name. Oh my God. And yes, he's, he's baby number two, but he's like a real life no limit soldier. Like this little boy has been just come, like since he was born, just in his own lane, he does only what he wants to do and okay. yesterday we were singing happy birthday to him and so we have all these cupcakes we're at beggars pizza and <laughs> singing happy birthday the kid- is that because big tim was already there so you just <laughs> decided well i yeah. guess we'll have the party there because at least we know he'll show up so <laughs> i think it was because big tim had enough loyalty points to pay for yes. <laughs> but right. we're singing happy birthday to this kid he grabs the candle out of the cupcake bites the candle in half instead of like he didn't care about it was lit yeah no it wasn't lit because we didn't have a lighter but he grabbed it out of the cake bit the candle threw the cupcake at big tim okay then he like jumped at me and in that moment i was like this is birth control like and he like attacked my brother and we're all just like happy birthday casey and he's just turning up this entire restaurant so it was just in that moment for me where i was like i don't know if i'm fit for this and let me just show some love to all the parents who are fighting for their lives yeah. every day with toddlers. I know you, you, Fred, you have a niece, and she's in that area, that age. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know how yeah. you guys do it. It makes me think that that's the best gig out there, is being <laughs> an amazing uncle or aunt. Yes. Because, you know, and I realize they're not yours, and, and there's a lot that you miss out on and, and whatever, but then there's a lot that you miss out on. <laughs> right, right. You know, there's a lot that you miss out on, but there's a lot that you miss out on. And uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm okay with uh, with the idea of being the world's greatest uncle, mm-hmm. as involved as I can be. I'll even chip in for college if I have to, but uh, the, the truth is, I'm tired. I, Rufio, I don't know how you have so much energy at work every day because I'm exhausted after 45 minutes. Yes. And you do this like you're responsible for keeping this child alive. I'm just responsible for 45 minutes of entertainment a day when I'm with her. And that's not even every day. Yeah. So I don't know how you do it. I'm I'm running on fumes every day. You know what I'm saying? Like working and then going home and then taking care of a kid. It's a lot, especially because my son is not one that just sits down and watches TV or something. Mm -hmm. He wants to like, Dad, come play. Let's do this. Let's do that. I'm like, Okay, let's do it. And then five minutes later, he wants to do something else. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. So it's like, there's no chill. And then the next thing you know, it's like, it's like I want a snack. It's like I want this. Uh, we don't have we don't have those chips, buddy. Ah! Oh no! <laughs> oh my God! Please help. Yeah. So, or the corn? Ask you. What do you? I do? want corn. You're like you've never had corn. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this because my mom was saying that she thinks that my my sis and you know you know moms and daughters and and sons and like I don't know even with me things everything was different back in the day and now I'm starting <laughs> to do that by the way I'm starting to be the old guy that's like yeah, everything was different back in the day but my mom is like you know they need to teach Polly how to play on her own 
Like they need to teach her to be like self-sufficient. And I wonder, is that like, are you, do you think Ashlyn's like that? Because you enable that. Um, no, I mean, he's able to do stuff on his own. Like, like I'm, I'm worried when I'm like, all right, I'll be right back, buddy. Like, he, one time, I was like, <laughs> it's like, here's, you know, here's a TV, here's some crayons and stuff. I'll be right back. I got to go to the bathroom, whatever. I come back, there's crayon everywhere. I'm like, oh, no. It's like, you like, it's like you're just worried to leave him alone because you don't know what they're going to do. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's not like you're just going to call her and, and be all calm, like, not my child. And then uh, I come back and there's crayons everywhere and I got to clean up with the magic eraser everywhere. So MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale, extend your spine, remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're gonna get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
But do you think like he freaks out when you don't give him the his chips or whatever because you're so because he's your first and you're so inclined to, to please him? Uh, yeah, I feel that way too because like if he's had something before or he's gotten a toy before the store we went to, he thinks it's gonna happen every time. So like if he gets chips this one time and like it was a bag of chips from here from work uh-huh. that I just took home and he's like we don't have those chips at home and he's just like where are the chips? <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness! What you know? do you do? You go to the store and get the chips. Or do you no, explain I to just, him, like, I just try to wife. be like, we have, I try to talk to him, be like, we have other options. Like, okay. I got uh, some gummies or mm-hmm. this and that, or, you know, like pretzels or, po- or popcorn. I try to give him the other options. He'll be like, then he's like, I'll take popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where he gets that. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I wonder where he gets that from. Um, food, food obsessed. Yes. <laughs> food motivated. Uh, <laughs> mood, mood is altered by food. Uh, yeah. I, wonder, I wonder where he gets that from. No, because I wonder, like, I watch my sister and my brother in law, and I don't blame them. You know, sometimes Polly will freak out and they'll just give her what she wants because it's easier. Yeah. Because, it's, you know, it, it, it will stop the meltdown from occurring or whatever. But at the same time, you're enabling it. Right, you're exactly. also saying like mm-hmm. as long as you freak out, then I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you what you ask for, and so I guess that's the part where I'm like, you know, how do you, how do you do that as a parent? How do you sort of, uh, you know, I guess sometimes you gotta let them freak out and and yeah, work it out or whatever. Like, at the same time, like my son, he's a hitter, so like oh. he doesn't get what he wants. You know what I'm saying? Like the the slaps start coming out like. I'm like, like, yep. what are you doing? Calm down. And then you can't do anything back to him. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You do. <laughs> I do I sometimes. Watch you. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he hit me the other day. He's just like, I want chips. And then slap. And then I tripped him while he was walking away. <laughs> and he's like, he's no. like, you can't do that to me. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Calm down. Why are you oh square God. up with your son? Yeah. Like, why are you trying to square up with him? Hey. You got to do, do root. <laughs> I love how you, maybe this is part of the problem is that you treat the two-year-old, three-year-old like an equal. Yeah. <laughs> that could be the problem. Weird. Yeah. Uh, hang on a second. What is? Uh, good morning, Shannon. What do you have to say? Hi. What do you have to say for yourself, Shannon? Good morning. Hey, I've been in the trenches. My kids are nine and 12 now. So um, the toddler thing, I know, again, it's different. I was the auntie for a long time. And so you're like, what's the big deal? Why can't you just give them different chips? They don't want different chips. Right. They want mm-hmm. the blue bag Doritos, and if you don't have them, it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. But the whole the whole play by themselves thing, I get it. You want them to play by themselves, but you can't when they're that little. Now mine are 9 and 12, and they don't need me as much. And, like, I go peek in the room. I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, oh, just doing this. And I'm like, don't don't you want to play with Mommy anymore? No, I'm good. I'm just going <laughs> to put my makeup, and I'm going to play Fortnite. So as much as you're like, I'm exhausted, It really does go so fast, and you will miss it. And what you're doing right now by playing with the kids Mm -hmm. is setting them up to be those independent adults or older children to play by themselves later. I can't wait until 16-year-old Ashlyn uh, starts screaming at his dad because he doesn't have the blue Doritos. I can't wait. (laughs) It, It does come back around in the teen years. Oh, you got to yeah. make sure you have the cool snacks when the friends come over. 
Oh, oh. Yeah. I'm going to be that dad. Be like, hey, hey, guys, what you guys up to? Don't like? talk like that, though. <laughs> Honestly. What you yeah, please don't talk like that. Yeah. That's just a whole different list. Hey, I guess I'm going to be the guy who bails you out of jail, then. Because <laughs> right. you talk like that. Uh, Shannon, thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> you too. Take care. Yeah, wake up. More Fred Show next. You've got to wake up. What, what, wake up. The Fred Show is on. Wake up. The hottest morning show. Three, two, one, get it. Wake up. Fred Show, uh, Jason Brad, I'm concerned that you... <laughs> oh, no. I, I just learned off the air. <laughs> oh, God. That you don't use eggs in any recipes. Because you're an air fryer master. I'm not sure people know this, but right. if there was a an iron chef of air fryers, mm-hmm. it would be you. You would be there alongside the finest chefs, air fryer chefs in the world. Uh, but I'm learning now that you, you bread things, but you don't use eggs <laughs> Yeah, I for some reason. Yeah, so I've never, if like the recipe calls for eggs, I usually skip it because I don't know how to cook with eggs. I, I've never like cooked a, anything with eggs before. Yeah, but you talk about, uh, I, said, I was going to say wrapping, but you talk about <laughs> okay. slathering mayo on yeah, the that outside was like- of stuff. <laughs> But there's egg and mayo, isn't there? Isn't there egg yes. white and mayo? Mm-hmm. Oh, then what? Would you have to keep mayo cold? Yeah, you keep it in the fridge. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, but at the store, once it's on I the shelf. Once I open it, I put it in the fridge. Yeah. Like, yeah. I yeah. Oh, no, that's fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Only when it's open. Oh, my gosh. Refrigerate after opening. I'm going to give my food poisoning <laughs> Something for last night. Yeah, you're trying to kill this man. I mean, <laughs> let's remember, or he pays a lot of the bills. Oh yeah, uh, Jason. You can't so go anywhere. You mean yeah. some? You mean all? Yes, city girl. We keep him alive right. at all costs. At all yes. costs. Wrap him in bubble wrap. Mm-hmm. What is your concern with eggs? So, and, and how do your recipes turn out when it says add one and you don't? No. So if it says add one, I skip that recipe oh. and then I find something else. Oh. So like this is why instead of like I breaded pork chops last night <laughs> instead of doing egg I use mayo because the recipe said put mayo on it lightly I don't want you to think I'm like slathering <laughs> pork chops with like a thick layer of mayo and then bread it but my biggest fear is like I'm afraid I'm gonna get some like a shell in there like the, sh- the piece of the shell and then like biting into something with shell on it is like my biggest well, fear like, learn I how can't... to crack an egg and then you won't get a shell it's in there scary. like you have oh, to like hit God. it and then it's gonna leak everywhere like you I don't know Egg scare me. You pick the shell out okay. if it gets in there. Uh, I've never yeah. heard such a concern over. <laughs> I mean, trust I me, I'm, I'm a guy that thinks and worries about a lot of things. I mean, I've never heard about somebody that concerned about uh, you know the, the cracking of the egg. You can also crack it into something else first, yeah. so that you know oh, it doesn't like, go right into your recipe. So if you're worried about you know uh, errant <laughs> shell Shells? going yeah. in, into your stuff, then if it does, then you just you know it didn't ruin the whole right. thing. It just goes in a little bowl over here. But yeah. I do have a little ramekin bowl. Maybe I could like put it in there just and like any sift bowl, through babe. it and just, make sure. No, you just you can see the shells. It's light liquid. So you either use your finger <laughs> yeah. or a spoon to take it out. Why do you well, look so What if so I miss scared? it? What if I miss a shell and then I bite into it? I get it, Jason. It's very hard to get those shells Eggs out, too. Yes. Have you well, ever tried true. to get a, a shell out of the egg? Yes. yes. You just. I wish that was my no. biggest problem. 
Definitely not my biggest problem, but a, a worry of mine. It for seems sure. you're terrified. I'm looking at you. Eggs are complex. Yes, fruit or are. food. Fruit. He may be onto something. Hold on. All right. All right, Tommy Jefferson. Bill. Ever been left waiting by the phone? It's the Fred Show. Justin, good morning. Welcome to the program. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How you doing? Hey, man. I'm doing all right, Justin. But we're trying to figure out what's going on with this woman, Annie. Um, you got to give us the backstory here. How did you meet? Tell us about any dates that you've been on and, and kind of where you think are where you think things are now. Okay, yeah. Um, sorry, this is just so cool. Um, so Annie and I, uh, sorry, I, I met Annie at a bar. Um, it was just like one of those meet cute things where she was with friends, I was with some friends. What thought I'm gonna shoot my shot and I ended up hanging out with her all night. Like we separated from the friend group, had absolute blast. Um before she left the bar with her friends, I gave her my number. Uh she gave me hers, the whole exchange, and next day I asked her out. Um we ended up having just like fun like date mini golf dinner and i thought that we had something some sort of connection but i haven't heard from her and my what's weird is like not only have i not heard from her but now i'm getting i realize my texts aren't even going through so i'm trying to figure out if she blocked me oh wow she so blocked me like whoa. Why would she block me? Yeah, us too. I mean, yeah, cause dinner, mini. I mean, mini golf. Ooh, I mean, what a you know, date! Yeah, we had what activities planned. Yeah, we I mean, spent, like the whole day together. I was, was gonna awesome. say, like, you, you put a lot more effort into this than than a lot of people do. You know, it's like let's just meet for a drink or whatever. Like you plan an activity and the whole thing. But no, no, I, I wanted to get outside, be active. You know, like hanging out. We right. Would, you know, bopped around from spot to spot, but just like yeah. I asked her out, and yeah. she says yes, and now. Just cricket. So let's call Annie and see if we can figure out what's going on. You'll be on the phone at the same time. And hopefully we can straighten this out and set you guys up on another date that we pay for. Sound good? Sounds good. Let's see what happens next. Part two of Waiting by the Phone after this song on The Fred Show. Good morning. It's The Fred Show. Part two of Waiting by the Phone. Hey, Justin. Yeah. Welcome back. Let's call Annie. You guys, um, you met at a bar. You walked up to her, shot your shot, got her number, wound up going on a date, spent the entire day together, a whole bunch of activities, uh, uh, food and drink and going place to place and whatever, uh, except you have not heard from this woman since that date. And in fact, you think that she blocked you because you don't think your texts are going through. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. All right, well, let's see if we can get her on the phone and ask these questions. Good luck, Justin. Thanks. Hello. Hi, is this Annie? This is Annie. Annie, good morning. My name is Fred. I'm calling from the Fred Show, the morning radio show, and I have to tell you that you are on the radio right now, and I would need your permission to continue with the call. Is that okay if we chat for a minute? <laughs> okay, sure. Thank you very much. Uh, I don't want to waste too much of your time, but we're ta uh, we're calling on behalf of a guy named Justin, who uh, I guess you guys met recently and went on a like a date that lasted a whole day. Do you remember Justin? Yes, I remember Justin. Okay, so what happened? Because, you know, he told us that he, he walked up to you, got your number, flirted with you, whatever, and that you wound up spending the entire day together. He said multiple activities. I guess there was mini golf involved and food and drinking and I don't know what else, but he said it was an entire day of hanging out, and he believes that you've not only, are, you know, aren't responding to him since then, but you've blocked him as well. Is that true? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the date was really nice, but 
it, that's that's not really the issue, I guess. Okay. Uh, well, what is the issue then? Well, um, <laughs> I don't know how much you know, but essentially, or like what he told you, but essentially, we hung out again. He, you know, we hit it off pretty pretty quickly that that day. But then he asked me if I wanted to go to his friend's house for a party and I was like you know what that's fine like we had already hung out quite a bit and like chatted so it wasn't the most awkward thing to just like meet his friends right away oh wow so we were really so we, jumping around that day then because all we knew about was mini golf and like some foods some yeah. food mm-hmm. but he, and he said that you spent the whole day and hit different spots what he didn't say is that we had like a whole family reunion but anyway okay so you went to somebody's house on this date as well and met all of his friends yeah his friend had a house party and he like took me there okay and so I, I take it that's where the problem started yeah. <laughs> so basically we get there and like everyone's nice and everything, that's fine. But everything changed when he ditched me to play football in the backyard with his friends. Oh. And I, and like, I thought, you know, maybe he was just doing that for like a little bit. It was fine. But he did that basically the entire time. It was like hours and hours of him playing football with his friends. And he just left me alone and I've never been more uncomfortable. Right, because you don't know anybody. And like you don't know any don't of these people. Him. You don't know any any of the spouses or girlfriends or wives or boyfriends or you don't know any of these people. So he takes you to an event with a whole bunch of strangers and then proceeds to like go do his own thing for however long. And and you're just supposed to what fend for yourself? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I end up calling an Uber and I leave, and he doesn't even notice that I'm gone <laughs> until like hour later that's bad that's pretty bad when you take someone to something and don't even realize that they left um and so then what did you just did you really block him i mean yeah like i'm not gonna talk to somebody who just ignored me at a party this whole time i don't blame you didn't even notice that i was gone for an hour yeah i don't blame you uh justin is here i forgot to mention that well yeah you're gonna have to talk to him now yeah i'm so sorry uh, i'm very very forgetful and I, i forgot to mention that justin's on the phone as well dude what are you doing like if you take if you're gonna do that then you need to be attentive Whoa, hold on, hold on. Don't don't attack me. We had literally spent the whole day together. We started off, you know, going out for mini golf. I get a text about the house party. We go there. I've been hanging out with you. I'm hanging out with my friends. I thought we were having a blast. Yeah, but it's about her. It's not about you. If you're and if you're gonna take somebody to an event where she doesn't know anybody, then you gotta be there well, to like, you know. Yeah. Okay. No, I hear what you're saying, but I also got to know, Annie, if you're going to be able to hang with my friends. Like, I, I got to know if you drive with the group. By herself. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you saying? Like, exactly. You're just going exactly. to throw Everybody her in the wild and be like, you're just going to throw like her to the dogs and be like, oh, let's see if this woman can, can hold her own. Like, that's not fair. You didn't know she was gone. Yeah, yeah you didn't realize she left. Well, because I thought she was talking to everybody else's girlfriends. How am I supposed to know? Well, I mean, I mean, she doesn't know anybody. <laughs> right. Are you serious? They all knew each other. It seemed like I kept looking over and they were all like chatting. And I, Did I, you keep I, looking I over? Know. Like, Well, you didn't look over for like an hour <laughs> right. when she was already at home. Like, <laughs> Annie, so so basically he was just like, here, here's some people. And then, and then I guess they were supposed to entertain you? Yes. And like, yeah, they did all know each other, but I don't know these people. And like, he literally just said, how am I supposed to know? Of course. Like, you're, why didn't you check? Yeah, I mean, you brought somebody to something, and I can understand if, like, down the road, if everybody knows each other and there are, like, separate relationships, then maybe you go off and do another activity while the, those, you know, people hang out and have their conversation. But, like, again, didn't know anybody, and you weren't helping, and you didn't even know she left. That's the worst part. Oh, okay, man. Okay. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Sure, whatever. It's Maybe it was too early. 
to bring you around the group. Um, but like MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Check the backseat. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. <laughs> but it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're not hearing what oh. the problem is. I mean, sure, it's cool if you're, like, antisocial and whatever, can't hang. Fine. Okay. Jesus. Um, Huh. Okay. What? But how That's many how many me. touchdowns did you score, bro? <laughs> right. I got three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you probably oh. could have scored another kind of touchdown if you yeah, just paid right. attention to your date. Because she was <laughs> yeah. willing to spend the whole day with you. But now you're saying she's antisocial because she don't want to talk to a bunch of strangers when she only agreed to go on a date with one person. I mean, you're, you're reading into this. I don't totally different. Oh, my God. I, think, I, think, I feel like Annie and I feel the same. I'm about to block you myself. Please. Please. I'm going to block I'm you just for good you. measure, but... 
<laughs> Annie, I, this uh, here's what. Maybe if he'd been like, "Oh my God, my bad, I got carried away, and I'm just, I'm, I'm just terrible. I'm so sorry." But he doesn't seem to have a problem with this, so I, I don't know that I have to ask you. But another date, Annie. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. Run. Uh, hey, Justin, I yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think you played this one right. But anyway, I hope the football game was great and you got to relive your glory days of, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, whatever. But. Slapping dudes' butts over there. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, what, you should have invited him to this party. Right there. Hey, Justin, uh, good luck to you, man. Yeah, whatever. Kalen's Entertainment Report is on The Fred Show. If you missed this, comedian Dave Chappelle addressed his previous comments about the Israel-Hamas conflict during a show in North Carolina and said that the comments were actually all hearsay. He said, right now I'm in trouble with the Jewish community because they're upset. I cannot express this enough. No matter what you read about that show in Boston, you will never see quotation marks around anything I said. They don't know what I said. Also said that he's not going to repeat the original quote that he did say in Boston, but something he did say is this thing that's happening in the Middle East is bigger than everybody. He said that the situation in Israel is a nightmare, but also what is happening in Palestine is a nightmare. He said, pray for everyone in Israel and pray for everyone in Palestine. Harry Styles is the latest of Taylor Swift's exes to get shaded in a new vault track, according to Swifties, who are convinced that he's the, quote, lying traitor that she's singing about. On the 1989 Taylor's version, which dropped Friday, there's a new song called Is It Over Now? And Swifties are convinced it's about her brief relationship with the former One Direction star. Taylor and Harry dated, if you didn't know, from 2012 to 2013, and the original 1989 came out in 2014. So the timeline is already telling, but the lyrics are an even bigger clue. According to the Swifties, talking about her ex at the time, she says, quote, lost control, resulting in, quote, red blood and white snow. If you didn't know, Taylor says that in 2014, she got into a snowmobile accident with an ex. At the time, Harry was also spotted with a bandage on his chin. She sang about it um, in Out of the Woods as well. And that's not all. The new song talks about Taylor wearing, quote, a blue dress on a boat and a photo that they dug up from 2013 showed her wearing exactly that while taking a boat ride away from the Virgin Islands where she was vacationing with Harry at the time. She ends up calling her ex a, quote, lying traitor in the song who moved on to, quote, every model's bed for something greater. I see what she did there with that rhyme. Um, and speaking of Taylor, did you see this? Some fans think that Taylor Swift mania made it all the way to Buffalo last week. Did you see this, Rufy? I did not. So they're convinced that quarterback Josh Allen used an audible featuring the pop star's name during the Bills Bucks game. So the moment is now going viral and happened just minutes into the first quarter of the big Thursday night game at Orchard Park. He pulled away from his center and screamed out a name repeatedly. Some thought they heard Tyler Swift and went crazy <laughs> over it, but others think he screamed out J.R. Smith. So people were kind of going back and forth about it, but the people at Amazon Prime think that that's what he was saying because they tweeted out in a video um, of the call and they captioned it, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. Um, and then they wrote Josh Allen with a Swift Audible. Get it? See what <laughs> they did it, there? Yeah. Dad joke over there. Oh, and he, one. you know, in his defense or in their defense, he did use a lot of other interesting Audible calls throughout the night at points screaming out LeBron James, Jamal Adams, and Bobby Wagner. So it's possible, but people are arguing over that and it's going viral. We have a lot more 
more stuff up on fredshowradio.com. You guys, a digital camera. Have you ever, let me ask you this. Have, do you think that for any of you, there is technology, old technology out there, whether it's a phone or a camera or a video camera or anything floating around that you haven't been able to find that might have incriminating material on it does that exist in any of your lives yes yes <laughs> really yep. yes okay let's ke- I, I need to hear first kiki what's out there and what what are we worried about it's first my, kiki it's my last cell phone um and i I, j- I meant to go erase everything off of it like i kept saying like i'm gonna go back and re- erase all that stuff i'm gonna delete all those messages i'm gonna and it ended up my brother-in-law had it for some like he was like oh i'm gonna use this phone now you don't use it anymore and i couldn't figure out how to tell him like i need that back to delete a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff and i honestly think <laughs> I, well i know i know he went through it all i know he saw it all but we just never spoke about it again and he got another phone so that phone will forever haunt me because i so should have but Kiki, like, what are we talking about? Are we talking about a little, like, a little fun and flirty, or are we talking about a little uh, Jimmy Garoppolo porn star b- Moonlight Bunny Ranch stuff? I, it, it's a, it was a, all of the things, Fred. Like, it was literally like stuff that people had sent me and text messages, Yo. my arguments with my ex, like all of our text conversations were there, like my, like everything. He, I know he saw it all. I know it. I know it. I'll tell you what is careful. very dangerous is that Apple ID and the mm-hmm. Apple account in the cloud it's very dangerous because not only is anything that's attached to the same id essentially duplicated unless you turn that off yep but like i know people who have gotten caught by their parents Mm -hmm. by their significant others because they thought they were being slick on their phone and Mm -hmm. concealing everything only to find out that the ipad was essentially (laughs) a duplicate of their phone that everybody in the family used so i think that gets people in trouble all the time caitlin what, what what's out there um so for a class in college we had to buy this like handheld camera thing for projects um mm-hmm. yeah the name of it? i used to remember the name GoPro of it uh, no no it no. was like it was a square, square. yes yeah. the name of it but you could video I know what camera you're talking about I'm yeah right you now. can video camera with it and i didn't only use it for school stuff no kidding. <laughs> Wait, how how old were you doing this? Yeah, what? Um, it was college. college. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say. Oh, oh, oh. No. I thought you said high school. I'm like, damn, no. girl. No, 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 no. I was, okay. and my no, and my boyfriend at the time was had already graduated. I was a senior, but um, yeah. So, and I can't find it for the life of me. Really? Like I've moved a ton of times. Like where the hell is? Do you it? think the boyfriend still has it? I think he still has a copy of what was on it, I'm sure, which is, like, fine. Enjoy, it was called enjoy a, yourself. a flip. A flip yes. video. Yes. 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 Cisco flip. Yes. yes. I had one yes. of those, too. Did you? Yes. Well, yeah. I hope I, it's not mine, because I don't know where mine is. <laughs> and, yeah. 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 I, have a, I have a camera. <laughs> it's a classic story. I won't tell it again. But there's a, I have a physical video camera that has, like, little tiny little digital tapes that go in it. And there may or may not be something involved with that uh that i <laughs> but i know where it is i i have it in everything but i i bring this up because it, you need to be thinking about this if you think well i don't know i got some stuff on a camera but it's so old antiquated technology like i don't have to worry about it a digital camera thought lost forever has been 
uh, has resurfaced after 13 years in a Colorado River. So this woman lost her camera in 2010 after her best friend's wedding and had all those kind of photos on it or whatever. And now 13 years later, somebody found it. It still works. And they were able to pull all the pictures off of it. In this case... Um, you know, it's a good thing because they had, you know, great memories on it. But you got to think about that, man. Don't be like donating anything to Goodwill. <laughs> man, if I worked in the tech department at Goodwill, I would be checking all the hard drives, man. I'd be like, right. yeah, I got to I got to set this back to a factory reset here. Let me take a little look. See, oh, wait oh, a yeah. minute. What do we have here? I had to do community service at a Goodwill when I got in trouble with the law. And you find some stuff. You do, yeah. you know, in people's when I pockets. At Block, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure it'll be probably valuable stuff too, because I know oh, people yeah. who hide. Mm-hmm. You know, like my grandparents. Books. We, my grandmother is was famous for, and my mom does it now too, hiding stuff everywhere, Same. money, <laughs> valuable stuff, shoes, pockets, drawers, fake drawers, like false backs. I mean, this lady, because I guess she grew up in the depression, so she watched her parents, you know, essentially stash money all over the place, and so she did it, and so when when they when she finally passed they had to go through everything one by one because otherwise who knows they may have been donating a, a coat to the goodwill that winds up with some you know ring in it that's on antiques roadshow and we all could have retired um but no there's uh uh what was i gonna i, don't know, I forgot you were talking story. about blockbuster oh yeah so people used to you know because it was like cassettes right before it was dvds and then before it was netflix or after you know after dvds and then netflix but it used to be vhs tapes and so sometimes people would return a personal tape (laughs) instead of like titanic or whatever and we were supposed to take the you know we would take the movie out of the bin the return bin that you would drop it in if you're if you were born after like 95 you have no Mm -hmm. idea what i'm talking about um and then you we would open it it was like a whole like we did it in our sleep we'd pull it out we'd open it we'd look to make sure the right tape was in there and then we'd check it in well we had a VCR and a TV in case, like, we needed to check to make sure tapes weren't broken or something. So every time, like, a random, like, tape would come in that had no label on it or whatever, oh, yeah, first thing we'd do is, oh, we got we to gotta see what's on here. And we'd pop it in. And then we'd have to call the person oh, no. at home and be like, hey, um... We don't have our tape, and we do have one that you might like back. And so they would have to, like, crawl in there, you know, all sheepish and stuff and trade it out. Or sometimes they'd call us when they realize their mistake and be like, hey, um, we put something in there that is not what we intended. You know, is there any way we could just swap it out and no one knows anything about it? And we would do that, too. But, yeah, people would put their personal tapes back in the blockbuster thing but um <laughs> you got to watch out though because i guess this stuff still works a lot of this technology you know can be buried in the river for you know however long and you think you're safe and then and then boom uh, somebody's texting what are we talking about uh porn and jimmy garoppolo yeah well well he uh he's been offered a, if you listen to the entertainment report uh, on the iHeartRadio app from earlier this morning he's been offered a number of of, of uh unique opportunities we'll call them unique <laughs> opportunities uh since he's moved to las vegas to play for the raiders and uh and then i i mentioned that he had at one point been associated with a porn star uh <laughs> having gone on a date or two uh with this woman which was like super surprising at the time because he was the backup for tom brady 
And, in New England, yeah. Yeah, and like, I don't know, he kind of had this, it was kind of less sexy, sex appeal image that he has now, bad boy, whatever, and more kind of like boy next door. And then all of a sudden you see this dude rolling around with, you know, Mia Khalifa or whatever her name was. <laughs> um, actually, Mia Khalifa, I would have been impressed by that. It was, uh, it was some her. other. Do you follow her on TikTok? Out. Yes, she's amazing. She's, yeah, I, she's out of the industry, isn't she? Yeah, but she's still like great to follow. I don't know no, why. No, no, I, I love mean, her. I'm, no, no, no. I don't. I don't. I don't mean that she's not great to. I mean like. <laughs> yeah, she like, is. Why do I, I mean that she's, she's great? In the He's like, if she's yeah. not naked, well, then I don't want to. Well, we know we know Rufio doesn't follow right. her. So. Right. No, I was just I yeah. was saying like hasn't the content become more like about her life post adult films, you know, versus yes in the midst of yeah. it. Yeah, whatever. No porn, no follow. No follow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm allowed to say about this, but there is a game show that's trying to get a small team uh, of the Fred Show to. Uh, well, I'll say audition. I'll leave it at that. But I, they want a lot of time. They want almost two weeks of our time for shooting. Yeah, I'm fine in a with foreign that. country. <laughs> well, I'm sure you are. I don't see no problems here. It's not that foreign. They speak English there. Right. I mean, we, I, I just I don't think we'd ever get away with that. But I, we, oh. it's I mean, we could for the audition. Show. Yeah. What do you mean, fam? And we yeah, can win. It, we can win money. Money, Guinness. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's anyway. We will. That's a, It's quite the tease. I know. Uh, <laughs> It's naked and afraid, guys. It's naked and afraid. <laughs> Hell yeah. Ireland. And uh, we're all going to go on. I'm out. <laughs> Count me out, fam. Yeah. 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 Rufio. We're in this together. We're a team. Right. We have to cuddle for one. Right. Yeah, it's when you warmth. You, you bring <laughs> part of... And I'll bring... Yeah. <laughs> which part of naked and afraid would concern you the most, Rufio? Is it the naked part? Is it the afraid part? Like, which... which... You know, like, if I was outside by myself... No, it, it's the naked part. I don't want, you know... <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I've seen some wild stuff happen. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Stuff crawls up in places. <laughs> yeah. You burn yeah. your wiener, that I guy think did. I could pretty, be pretty, I could be pretty good <laughs> surviving in the outdoors. But naked. But, yeah, <laughs> but with clothes on is what you're saying. Right, exactly. Imagine mm -hmm. naked. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, it's not... It's it's probably not naked and afraid. All-stars. Um, because we're not all-stars. Because we've never been on before. So it could be naked. It, it, it's not it that one show you afraid. talk about where they just leave you out there. What is that other one? MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're gonna get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you, here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, alone yeah. or alive or yeah. alone or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rufio, you would not do well with that one because there'd be no one to, to tell that they were wrong about stuff. There'd be, <laughs> there'd be no one, no television. No. Oh, my God. There'd be no TikTok. What would you do with the extra six hours a day that you'd have? I don't know. Sleep, maybe. <laughs> no. Build us a fort. Yeah. Make a fire. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it also, out. Yeah, right, right. That's the first two things you got to do. As soon as you land on any of these survival shows, you got to find shelter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Forage. Mm-hmm. Twigs and berries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to find shelter first. And that, because, you know, I'm sure most of these people, they eat a lot. I think about that sometimes. Like, do they just eat like a huge meal before they go out there so they at least get a day or two head start? I, I would think you'd have to. Uh, because the first thing you got to do is find shelter, and then you got to like make a little bed, and then you got to make fire, and then once you've done those two things, then you can go out and you know find like a caribou or something, mm. or an emu, or a, or a, a rat, or something, you know whatever. Uh, eggs are fruit that grows on trees. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's eggs aplenty in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> But let me tell you something. When I'm in a survival situation and I find a bunch of eggs, the first thing I think is, I can't eat those because there might be some shell in there. Let me just eat this rat. (laughs) (laughs) You ever had rotisserie rat? It is fantastic. No eggs, please. (laughs) Hey, Jason, I'm over here making crepes. You want one? No. No, eggs. (laughs) I'm in a survival situation making crepes. Crepes. <laughs> like a Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity out here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, more Fred Show next. Right here. 
I just have a, I don't know, I have a, a suspicion, but uh, Krista is here from our digital department oh. uh, visiting. She's, she's mm-hmm. visiting. And, and I, Krista, I don't, I don't know if you thought that you might get away without being addressed. You know, while in the room, like, I don't know if you thought that you could come into the Fred Show sort of lair and uh, into, into the clubhouse, uh, per se, oh and, and, and not, not be asked any questions. Okay. You know, and I just, I was curious. Did you did you think though that you would be able to come in and that nobody would ask you anything on the air? Yes. <laughs> I mean, but it, that's Pretty silly. Quiet. I can move through rooms very easily without people noticing. <laughs> See, you you say that you say you're very quiet, but then I I walk out in the hallway and every now and again uh, you'll say some you'll say something wild to me, you know. So like I I think you're kind of wild, Krista, the digital lady. <laughs> well, my mother listens to this show. Hi, <laughs> Krista. Mom, <laughs> she says wild stuff to you. I feel left yeah. out. What was Same. the last thing you said to me? You said something to me in the hallway not that long ago. Well, we were talking about how I think how your boyfriend won't cheat on you, and my theory was because you're a better looking woman than he is a man. And I, I, I don't mean that as a diss because <laughs> Krista, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like yeah. I'm not making this up. So yeah, I, you got to eat the mic, babe. Yeah, right there. there, you there you go. Go. Yeah, okay. there you go. I am. A hard seven, soft eight, depending on what you're into. Let's just be real. And my partner is like, I'd say he's like now that I've like zhuzhed him up a bit. He's like a solid seven. Girl, yeah. <laughs> you need to, as a woman, you need to go one or two numbers lower because they'll love you more. Hello, they'll be more loyal. They'll put in more work. It's just, it's a numbers game. Yeah. See, and I, I don't know that I agree with that entirely. Um, that being said. I, you know, we had a whole discussion about this in the hallway, but I, I hope that I, if I'm a seven, that I can somehow land a nine. I mean, I think we all, especially men, I mean, Rufio, with all due respect, you oh, know, yes. I love you like a brother, mm-hmm. but Jess, Jess is, is way hotter than you are. Oh, 100%. And you're a good looking guy. Thank you're you. a really good looking guy. <laughs> and you're a smart guy and you're a great dad and you have so much to offer, um, even though I want to slap you sometimes, but, um, <laughs> but, but Jess is way hotter than you and I commend you for that. Mm-hmm. And that's what we all as i can only speak from the standpoint of a man that's what we all want i want it if i'm gonna marry someone someday or be with someone for a long time i want everyone to go that dude must be rich because there's no other way that he pulled that no, off i got game you know what i'm saying yeah you do that works See, well i don't, I don't <laughs> so i need money <laughs> just told me when we first started talking she said i will never date you and look at us now she did right yeah, I said that to Brian. See, yeah, wow. and you got you. You're together with Big Tim. How long? Six years. Yes, you got one more year. I did seven years with Jess before. But I proposed. you didn't. Oh, oh, another year. Kiki, uh. you didn't target him because you thought he was target. inferior to you, did you? I mean, um, I won't call it target, but I was like, you know, after I was in my last relationship, I was like, oh baby, I need this man to be uh, not as attractive as me. Um, I need him to only love and want me and crazy about me. And yes, I knew I was like, oh, the guy that's been trying to get with me since I was in 12th grade or sixth grade. Um, I should probably talk to him now. And yeah, it's working out great. Yeah, I, guess I just don't I, I don't love the idea, though. Sorry to interrupt you guys. I don't I don't love the idea, though, of and I know what you're saying, Krista, but it's like to target a guy who's 
you think is not as good looking is like in your mind you're like well he's not that good looking so he won't cheat on me or he won't he'll love me more or whatever i don't love that because i'd like to believe that the right person regardless of how they look whether they're better or not as good looking will love you the same if they're the right person but i hear what you're saying i hear what you're saying it's like if i'm the hottest thing that he's ever gotten with then he ain't going anywhere unfortunately i don't think that is how it works but it sounds good oh yeah and you know what you get with them and they forget that they were the that yes. you were the hotter one that's yes. the problem like you forget problem. that i'm the cute one in this relationship so that happens a lot too you got to check them every now and then and humble them. remind them of their place yeah. hello well, and from what I understand, Big Tim is, he's starting to feel himself a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, he, yeah. He's, he's a bit of a household name now because <laughs> of you. And apparently he started to figure this out. Yes. It's, it's like, calm down. I mean, Jason can feel me on this. Like, you right, know. Not introducing yourself as Mechanic Mike <laughs> out here. Like, we don't need that. Mechanic Mike and Big Tim, they went on tour together. It's getting out of hand. <laughs> we are the stars in these relationships. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, let's not let's not get out of order here. Um, I, I love that Mike, who's like, I don't listen, I don't, I don't pay any attention to that. Now you're right. Now he's out here at events. He got a little autograph stand. <laughs> Mike, right, yeah. Mike, Mike the mechanic, brought to you by Valvoline. He's right. got endorsements. <laughs> endorsements. I'm right. out here. Yeah. Mike was all about it at the tangent live. He was like, Yo, that's me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mechanic Mike. After saying before, don't call me out. You better not. Come. I'm like, you oh, got I one white claw in you, and you are a different person. Whole different man. Right. <laughs> he got a merch booth. He's outside with me. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Hey, it's Mike from Mobile Watch. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, what is it my friend says? My good friend uh, who does this job in another city, he says that my wife loves being my wife and hates being my wife at the same time it's like hates the attention loves the money or notoriety or or the tickets or the occasional perk you know what i mean and i feel like that's probably how it is for a lot of you guys it's like it's got to be annoying i mean in every relationship i've been in someone's been annoyed at least at least weekly by something i said on the radio but then they don't really mind you know a perk over here like mm -hmm. you know you get to do something cool or or whatever else it's like you know don't talk about me on the air but when I do, and then we do well in the ratings, and then we get more money, it's like, oh well, go ahead, talk about me for the money, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever, whatever. It's like Jess, you know, she doesn't complain. That's another thing too, is if you don't complain about what what we're saying on the air, then we'll oh. probably say less, you know, because it's like if you don't care, well then she doesn't whatever. complain what I she and Jess air checks me for real, like Ooh. she'll be like, oh yeah, because she's the funny one in a relationship. Yeah. I'm not the funny one. She's the funny one. She's like, she is. You should have said this. You should have said that. I would have said this. I'm like, well, maybe I'm gonna start cutting hair, and you do, you do this job, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not coming in that day to cut hair. I'll come in when Jess is here, but I'm not going to the hair salon that day. Right. I'm not interested. Order the Fred Show. It's Kiki's court. All rise. The Honorable Kiki is here on the Fred Show for Kiki's court. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, what does that make me, the bailiff? I'm the bailiff? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. Uh, so, Kiki, take it away uh, with today's predicament. All right, order in the courts. Now, uh, this message <laughs> says, Hey, Kiki, hold on to your wig, girl, because this is crazy. A few months ago, I purchased a car from my aunt, and we made the agreement that I would pay her $250 per month until the car was paid in full. 
I've been on time and even early with my payments each month. However, the last month, I'll admit, I missed the payment because I was celebrating my son's birthday and I over, you know, spent on his birthday party. I let my aunt know what was going on, but on Friday, I came out to head to work and I noticed that my car was missing. I immediately thought it got stolen, but when I watched the ring camera footage, I saw my aunt and her boyfriend literally <laughs> repossessing my car in the what? middle of the night. Damn. Okay. I am Damn. Fur- crazy. I am furious, Kiki. My work badge and my son's car seat and everything was in that car. And I'm tempted to call the police for her uh, on her for an illegal repossession. But my mom says I shouldn't do that because we're family. So am I wrong for calling the cops? Oh, oh my God. Man, what does she do? Get like a coat hanger? <laughs> break <laughs> break into the car? Like, I mean, how she, does she have a key? How does she get in there? I'm assuming that the eye had another spare right. key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this for is one payment. For one payment. Yes. One. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm like the aunt. I don't play about my money either. But you guys know I don't even loan money to family for this reason. Exactly. Um, to miss one payment, though, and... It was because you overspent on your son's birthday. That was irresponsible, sis. But I don't pay my toll, so I'm not going to judge. However, (laughs) um, I I don't know, Fred. I would absolutely call the police. Like, yes, call the cops. They stole your car. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had an agreement. It's, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. A grace no, period? Over, over one payment? I mean, they won't come get your... The bank won't come get your car over one payment. Exactly. Like, I just felt like her aunt was waiting for this moment. Like, waiting to come take that car back. And then, what about all the money I've already paid on the car? That's true. Yeah. I yeah, I'd call, I would call the cops, I think. Or, or a, yeah, or a lawyer or something. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I understand. One payment, though. Mm -hmm. Unless she's not telling. We believe her, though. We think she's telling the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help her, Kiki. I mean, I think so. I mean, she said this just happened on Friday where her aunt came and stole. Can you imagine watching that ring camera footage back? Like, you think you're going to see the robbers in this show, auntie? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was picturing my head. So wait, I got to be clear then. So tell me what the financial terms were one more time. Two hundred and fifty bucks. Uh, she was supposed to pay her aunt every month until the car was paid in full. She only missed one payment though so far. So that, but it, obviously it doesn't explain everything. Like, mm-hmm. is the car still in the, her aunt's name? Yes. You know what I'm saying? I'm assuming because yeah, technically, if, it's yeah, still technically her, it's her still, car. It's still her aunt's car. Yeah. If I'm so the aunt, I'm not yeah. giving up the title right yeah. until it's paid. Yeah. Right. True. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So calling the cops won't do any good because right. technically. I, I would assume it's her car anyway. But so, they had an agreement, Fred. They had an agreement. Well, one payment, two fifty. That's Come crazy. On. You got to let that slide. Um, like, she's going to pay it. You know what I'm saying? You could at least took my work badge and my baby car seat <laughs> out the car. Like, yeah. You could at least left my well, iPads and, out there. You, you got a baby. You got all this stuff. And then your aunt comes and takes the car over one payment. I, I got to think there's this is a deeper issue than just that. Because especially right. if you ever expected to get paid you know you, you she needs the car to get around so she can make the money to pay uh-huh. so i don't know what she i don't know 855-591-1035 if you want to chime in as the jury if you want to sound off even the bank gives you a notice you know what i'm saying yeah like that's crazy <laughs> I've, been, I've been there before the bank will be like yo you're behind a couple months so okay. and then you hide right. the car for right. a couple months right <laughs> We change your plates. We do it all kinds of stuff. Oh, hey, no. I'll tell you what you do. 
This is real simple. You just go get that guy from TikTok, the dude that wears like the flak jacket, the, the bulletproof vest, but he's not really a cop. Oh, and he goes guy. over and repossesses his car. <laughs> just go get him to go over there and take care of it, man. I, you know, he, he looks like a cop, but he's not one. Um, close enough for this situation. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know. I, this has got to be deeper than that. One payment for 250 bucks. I just keep, I keep thinking about that. This has got to, there's got to be a deeper issue here than that. Yeah. Probably, but I would go steal the car back. Like, you right, know, we same. both got keys, girl. We can do this all week. If you <laughs> like. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, at the same time, this is why I don't think that you, if you can help it, I don't think you borrow from family because yeah. this is what happens. Um, now, now it's a much deeper issue than just the car being repossessed. It's, it's very personal now. It's like, you know, I can't get my kid to school. I can't get to work. I can't do all this because my aunt took the car because I missed a payment. But, you know, it, technically it's her money. She can do that if she wants to. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel. Good morning, Daniel. How you doing? MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Check the backseat. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're gonna get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. 
Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question. I promise you have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, Fred. How are you doing? Hey, man. Welcome. So just to recap here in Kiki's court, um, the aunt in this case lent her niece the money to buy a car. It sounds like maybe the, the aunt bought the car, we're thinking. Right. And then the, and then the niece is paying the aunt back 250 bucks a month till it's paid off. Well, she missed a payment, so the car's gone. The aunt came and got it. So who's in the wrong? Um... I mean, I feel like the aunt's in the wrong. I mean, it's only one payment that she missed. It's not that big of a deal. Like, I feel like she could pay it off later on in the in the in the process. Mm-hmm. But uh, but like it's it's like you said. I feel like she's not gonna get around to make money without the car. Like, how is she gonna pay it off? She's, she the aunt just took the car. So I feel like the aunt is it's in the fall right here. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Thank you, Daniel. Have a good day. Right, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta. That's your aunt. That's your niece. You gotta show a little grace. You also have to know there's a good chance something like this is gonna happen. Right. I mean, if, if, if the aunt had to loan the money or buy the car, then there, you gotta assume she couldn't get a loan on her own. So you, you have to assume that I, I, I would assume, unless there maybe she did it without interest or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I mean, if she was being that kind as to offer a loan with no interest. I, then I, she wouldn't have come and taken a car over two hundred fifty bucks. I think because she she said that she spent too much money on her son's birthday, right? Yep. So the aunt was probably at that birthday party, like, look at all this stuff: <laughs> jumpy houses, the cupcakes, yeah, right, cupcakes. Oh, no. But you can't pay me two fifty. <laughs> I'm taking oh, that no. car back. But that's for your kid. That's, yeah, it's bro. not like she went out and she didn't go out and buy a, a you know a, a Gucci bag. She went and spent a bunch of money on her kid's birthday. I mean, I, not to say that it wouldn't piss me off to. To, to, for someone to miss a payment, but like I guess I would understand if it was for my, you know, my whatever great nephew or whatever, whoever that kid is. I mean, <laughs> again, we've talked about loaning money to family and stuff before, and yes, I would judge her if she went on a vacation instead of paying the two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, but if she only had two hundred and fifty to spend on the car or the the kid's birthday party, I probably would have called the aunt up and been like, "I'm going to miss a payment because right. I got it." And maybe that's where she screwed up was she didn't communicate that. Um, with her aunt, maybe if she had, then it would have been okay. Uh, Alex, hi. Hi. Hey, good morning. What do you think? What say you? Oh goodness, um, this is why you just don't do this kind of stuff with family. But yeah. I think yeah. that in the beginning, um, they definitely should have sat down and uh, wrote down like a, a contract with right. each other and put out the terms and make it clear like listen if you miss a payment this is the consequence or if you feel like you're going to run late on a payment at least give me a heads up like something where it covers a situation like this and then get it um, notarized or something so that way it becomes a legal document between the two and that covers both of them yeah, yeah. I, I agree that this was a little loosey goosey on both ends um, but yeah just 
coming and taking the car without <laughs> any just, conversation. So I disagree with them just taking it because if she's got her child's stuff in there, that's a big no-no, and that's just crossing a line. I mean, even for, I, I mean, I get it if she missed the payment because, you know, she's probably trying to teach her a lesson, but at the same time, you know, you got to take into account, like, if you if you screw up her opportunity to get to work and make her paycheck, then you're going to put off that payment even longer. Yeah, well. exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank size. you. Thank you, Alex. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. Glad you called. Um, is it is it Rhiannon? Rhiannon? Yes, it's Rhiannon. Hi, how are you hey. guys today? Hey. Love you guys. Yeah, yeah that's uh, it. Yeah. Shout out to Fleetwood Mac. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> exactly. Uh, real quick. So if this car is in the auntie's name, it's not going to do her any good to call the cops. <sighs> because that yeah. car yeah. is not technically hers. And there's clearly a pattern and history of her not paying for things. That's what I say, too. Because mm-hmm. why are you getting this deal from your aunt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless it was... Unless it was her auntie's car to begin with, but that doesn't sound like the situation. So I think there's more to the story here. uh, Be responsible. Yeah, yeah. There's more going on here than just that. I mean, I got to think that there would be more grace over 250 bucks one month, uh, and she wouldn't come grab her stuff if if there wasn't a bigger issue. But again, why is she taking her work badge and the and the car seat and all the rest of it? I mean, that's cold. (laughs) Just at least at least drop that off. I don't know. While you're driving away, throw it out the window so hey thank you so much well, have a great day can... you too oh. oh no go ahead finish your thought finish oh, your thought sorry oh, oh she hung up oh. all right whatever all right well forget you i, know I love you no, i love you I, I did no i told her to get the hell out so it's my fault um hey kayla hi hi good morning what do you think kiki's court well, I I actually have something like that going on with my dad. Who he, but he takes the car just because, like, he doesn't want anybody driving it or like petty reasons. So uh-huh. it's either you chuck it up as a loss, or you know, you guys gotta come up with some type of agreement. And, and honestly, that's that's a, that's a, where the it's kind of it's kind of bogus because it's like that's your family. So it's like, how could you do that to me? Like, you leave me and my kid without a uh, you know a way home, stuff like that, and. You know, your family. So you you wouldn't expect them to do that to you. So it's like you either have to swallow your pride, apologize, talk it out, or you guys got to chuck it up as a loss and get a car from someone else. Ooh. I hear some kids in the background. Is this story about you? <laughs> <laughs> Is this about you, Kayla? Are you, do you owe somebody no, two hundred and fifty bucks? You can't get to work. Oh, you do. Oh, okay. I work at a daycare. I'm listening to you guys on iHeartRadio. Oh, oh well, thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Okay. Now wait a minute. We got we got somebody on the other side here. Hey, Carmen. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, Carmen. Um, so I listened yeah. to this, and yes. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So I listened to this, and Anne is absolutely right. Okay. We're talking about an adult here. She made a choice. Mm-hmm. And if we had an agreement, she knew what it was. You hit it on the head. Maybe she should have communicated it to her aunt that she was going to be like a week late because that's what responsible people do. Just if you had a car note, right? And you were like, I'm going to be late. It happens here and there. But you call the bank and you let them know. 
And she's upset, but it's within every right of her aunt because if she lets it slide, she might do it again. And everyone's like, oh, well, then she won't be able to go to work. Da, da, da. She's an adult. Figure it out. Ooh. Get on the bus. Yeah. Yes. Carmen. Yes. You tough. Now, let me ask you this, though. Should she get the money back that she's already no. paid towards the car? No. The bank Hell doesn't no, give you the money back if they take the car. You better do better. I, how many yes, times has this happened Carmen. to you, Rufio? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. You seem to know really well. You better do better. The bank's going to be like, sorry. Go. I had yeah, kids. I, I, I've had my own cars. I bought all my own stuff. Yeah. And you, you're an adult. You knew better. Oh, I N G E P E. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Carmen. Yeah, yeah, Rufio. Yeah, how would you finance this Tesla, Rufio? Right. <laughs> I would like to know. I knew my place was missing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my god. I'm going to come get that damn car. You don't pay me my 250 <laughs> You got to find me first. Uh, oh, I know. I know where to find. <laughs> Kalen's Entertainment Report is on The Fred Show. Pete Davidson and John Mulaney are pushing back the dates for their upcoming shows in Maine as residents deal with the fallout from that horrendous mass shooting. The comedians announced that they are postponing excuse me, their scheduled weekend shows in Bangor and Portland. That's roughly 30 miles from where last Wednesday's deadly shooting took place. In a statement on social media, John and Pete said, they said that they are devastated by the incident and thinking of everyone affected as are we. I mean, it's just, I can't believe it happened again. Sam Asghari continues to show support for ex-wife Britney Spears, saying her words about him in her new book put a big smile on his face, and you could see why. As you may have heard, she left him with glowing reviews, despite having the ability to change her opinion about him in the book after they broke things off. Now, she may have just not wanted to write more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she already finished it. She's like, whatever. But she did call him a gift from God, amongst other huge compliments. He said that he's freaking proud of Brittany for putting herself out there, adding, I hope she takes over the world. He said he did read the book, and he loved it. So I think he is the only ex that got a good review from Miss Brittany. But hey, don't mistreat our girl. And lastly, the numbers don't lie. Men want their freaking skims. And it was proven on launch day, breaking in millions of dollars per minute for Kim Kardashian's latest venture. The Skims men's line featured underwear and basics and it dropped last week with lots of support. In fact, I'm hearing that it was the biggest day of sales for Skims since the day that the brand launched. Um, the men even broke Skims website traffic records, translating to millions of dollars in sales in minutes, like I said. And the launch numbers are insane, but remember, the campaign to announce the line also got a ton of attention thanks to steamy and shirtless photos from fine-ass Nick Bosa, Neymar, and Shy. Nick Bosa even started to trend on Twitter immediately after the photos dropped. He was 16 overall, or on X, I guess I should say. Uh, and then Skims also began to trend at the number nine spot. So, you know, Kim is just becoming richer. And I know our boy Jason Brown uh, bought the <laughs> pack of three. And I have to say, her pricing is good, too. And I do own some women's Skim stuff, and her fabric is awesome. You know, sometimes with these celebrity lines, they they are not impressive, but Skims is one worth um, buying, I would say. It has my endorsement. But the sizing can be funky. I told you guys about the, the small panties I got um, <laughs> that were the size of a tortilla chip. Uh, more to check out online today. A TikToker arrested for smuggling cocaine. Oopsie. That's on FredShowRadio.com. A Southwest pilot, has uh, he did suffer a medical emergency.
emergency and became incapacitated during the flight. A Southwest pilot, uh, this is from Vegas to Ohio, I guess, he, he passed out and he had to be removed from the flight deck. It turned out that a non-Southwest pilot who just happened to be on the flight replaced the captain and assisted the other pilot. The plane returned to Las Vegas and landed safely. The condition of the pilot who had a medical event was not shared. So I'm not sure if he died or, or what happened, no. but that was one of those things where they get on the last speaker. They go, hey, is there a pilot? And the guy's like, yeah. And then uh, he's up there flying the plane. Aren't there normally two so. guys in the in the pit up there? In the pit? Yeah. The cockpit? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, there was another guy. And then the, but then the other guy got help from the dude who was sitting in the back who worked for a different airline. That other dude so that's can't, what the other dude can't just fly the plane himself? Well, theoretically, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he could, but it would be easier if somebody helped him. Right. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a lot of stuff to do. More. Yeah, no. Yeah, the more no, the so merrier. Would you say yes, they, Fred, if they, were, if they called you? Like, if they said... Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fred would be like, move over. It's my time yeah. to shine, baby. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, get the dead guy out. Let's go. Here we go. So, <laughs> <laughs> another guy would be like, well, I'm trained. You would sit in that man's seat if he died in that seat? I mean, Ooh. I get to fly at 737. <laughs> yeah. What if you had to move his body? Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to move his body, Fred, would you move his body? Fred's like, I'll take his I mean, seatbelt off. He wouldn't. <laughs> take his little hat. hat. You ain't going to need that hat no more, homie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's oh, no. Let, me get, let me get the wings, too. Let me get the wings. Oh, dude. I, I pray this man is still alive. I really do. I, I, I wish him a speedy recovery. But, yeah, I would probably, I'd probably take the hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rufio. Yes. You're not going to need this anymore. Oh, no. No, no, no. That is not funny. Okay? It is, though. But uh, it's not. More Fred Show next. The Fred Show is on. Yeah. Fred's Fun Fact. Fred's Fun Fact. Guys, y'all didn't know this. Mm. You didn't know. You ready to learn? Yes. Some jellyfish are immortal. What? Immortal. Jellyfish are very fascinating. They come in a range of shapes, sizes, colors, and they can deliver a powerful sting that you're supposed to pee on. Mm -hmm. That is correct. Supposed to pee on it, and that's supposed to uh, like like sanitize it or something. Like, uh, is that true? I heard that was a myth, but I was asked to do it for a friend, and I totally got stage fright and couldn't do it. You what? Uh, yeah, really. My friend you got sure stung. had to do it with a jellyfish. It, my, it was it? my girlfriend Sarah, Sarah Jones. <laughs> um, yeah, and she got stung by a jellyfish. Yeah. A, I went on a date like this once. <laughs> she was wasted. <laughs> she kept going. Lying. I only want Kaylin to pee on me, and I'm like, why me? As much as you pee, though, you couldn't make it when it counts. I couldn't. No, because it was so much pressure. Like I was saving. A friend. It was too much. You're saving their life. Yeah. But they're dead now because you weren't able to come up with it. So right. it's, it's, it's awful. Oh. And there's the fun fact. No. Um, <laughs> perhaps the most amazing aspect of these animals is surely the fact that there's one type I don't even... The, the turreto... Well, yep. turretopis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, there you go. Here we are. <laughs> uh responds to potentially dangerous conditions by reverting back to an earlier form and then starting its growth process all over again. Wow. That's so cool. In this way, it makes them immortal. <laughs> Nature's neat. I love nature. So it's almost like that thing on the computer where you get something messed up, you can like rewind the computer back right. to, you know, I don't know, what before it got messed the up or whatever. Machine, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's lit. Yeah. I would like to start over mm. a couple times. 
Would you? Yeah. At what point would you start? Like, where would the start over process begin? Um, right before my car got stolen, I would start over. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, That's did when it things go started all downhill from there. Yeah that that was December 2019. Things start started yeah. trending downward. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, downward yeah, yeah. spiral. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Oh yeah. 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 No. Okay. Well, you go go back to the high school days and be like, now I know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) It was the wink for me. (laughs) Oh, I wouldn't do that. So there's, there's, I know that I wouldn't do that. Um, What you just did would not, I would not do that. So, so no, in that case, no, I'm good. Stay here. Wake wake up, wake wake up. More Fred show next. Show is on. Uh, and as part of a study, seemingly designed to drive business, well, I, I don't know, I guess to Oreo, um, MIT researchers, MIT, this is smart people, um, they twisted apart over a thousand Oreo cookies in an effort to find the perfect filling cookie split. So, um, I guess what they did was they created a cookie-twisting device that they dubbed the Oreo Meter. They got nothing better to do, I guess, at MIT. These guys are brilliant. And for some reason, this is what we're doing, but whatever. Um, The Oreo Meter, Oreometer, however you want to call it, uh, divided a single Oreo with a precisely calibrated amount of rotational force at various speeds. I guess they were trying to figure out the exact amount of force that you would want to use when twisting the Oreo to make sure that you always get enough of the filling on both sides of the cookie as opposed to just one. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes if you twist it, you'll wind up with all the cream on one side and then only cookie on the other side. That's what you're supposed to do. The cream's supposed to be all in one piece on one side and then you you eat the other, the the plain cookie by itself. Well, what they learned at MIT, I don't know how much this costs, but they learned that sadly, even if you twist an Oreo perfectly, the cream will almost always end up mostly on one of the two wafers, and there's no easy way to get it to split between the wafers. So I guess if I wanted it even on both cookies, I would just eat the Oreo. Yes. (laughs) Like a savage, because nobody does that. I do that. <laughs> you eat the Oreo just like a, like a regular cookie? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Without, but I, mean, I can't remember the last time I ate an Oreo, but if I did, I would have no problem. Because it's a perfect proportion already. No, man. That's, you gotta, you gotta. Don't you think that's how they want you to eat it if that's how they sell it? <laughs> no, exactly. you gotta open it. You gotta open it. I have and to. And sometimes you take the, the one that doesn't have any Oreo cream on it, you let it sit in the milk, you let it just drop in the milk and let it sit there. I'm not a you, frosting girl, so I don't need to like you, save the cream. You peel off not the, the cream and you save off the cream, all the creams for, save you know, cream again. solo. <laughs> man. Wait, what are we saving cream for? <laughs> you know, solo? Solo? To eat it, <laughs> eat it by itself. You Wait. eat the Cream what? by itself? Yes. You're a, you're, are you a serial killer? No. Yeah, you take the you just eat the cream without the cookie. Yes. You've never done that. Like, yeah, wow. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Everyone, stop, stop. I need you to explain this. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Everyone, let's go back one ma- major step here. Okay. So, so you 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 split the cookie. <laughs> yes. You scrape off all the cream. Uh-huh. You could do that. And then what do you do? Have like a big pile of cream? Yes. And then you just eat eat a big ball of the work. filling? Right. What? Or you could just lick it, lick it off the cookie by itself. 
And then you just eat the cookie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Why? Like, that's so much work. I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't understand why we do that. Because that's what you're supposed to do with an Oreo. <laughs> that's not how they sell it. They don't sell cream by itself. <laughs> they should. Damn, I came up with right. two ideas I today. wish. Why is chicken nugget wrap and cream-only Oreos? Cream-only Oreos? Yeah. The whole sleeve is just cream. Just cream. <laughs> I know this isn't sex, like, supposed to be sexual, but it sounds so sexy right now. I know. Like, like not, not in a good way. I, I don't want a creamy them. sleeve. I don't want any of that. Like, oh, I, I, hate, I, I hate what you're telling me, Rufio. Like, I hate this. Well, I'm yeah, upset. I you just bite into an Oreo. Don't even try to open it up. Yeah. That's how they want me to eat it. That's how they gave it to me. I respect companies and how That's they want how me to it was consume. Designed. Yeah. I agree. No, I'm not saying, I have respect. I'm not saying I've never, like, twisted before. <laughs> But I don't really, I don't get the whole thing where you're trying to get a perfect proportion on both sides because that's what the cookie is already. It's the perfect proportion already. (sighs) And at MIT, they spent time, they they built an oreometer, dude. I mean, it's crazy. Anyway, I got to go. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council.